Welcome to the world premiere of Comfort Zone, the latest album from chart-topping saxophonist Huge Groove on Shanaki Entertainment. I'm Sandy Shore for SmoothJazz.com Global Radio. This new collection of all original material is Huge's 13th solo album, Lucky 13. Well known as a touring musician and a festival favorite, what you may not know is that Huge Groove is also highly respected for his incredible studio work, mixing, mastering. Uh, he works with some of the biggest names in contemporary jazz in addition to his own music. And this brand new album is filled with that sweet flowing sax that we've come to know and love from Huge, available on Friday, August 25th, a week from today. Um, you'll get to hear the full album right now in advance of the release right here on smoothjazz.com. I'm also really happy to tell you that Huge is with us He'll be joining me for this song-by-song presentation. Let's say hello now to Huge Groove. Welcome to the SmoothJazz.com airwaves. Hello, 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 hello. You said I'm world-renowned for my music, but really I'm world-renowned for my pizza. Now, see, I thought we we are friends. I can honestly tell you that, we're, and everyone, we're friends. We know we've known each other a long time. Yes, I don't know this pizza. We've shared we've shared late night swimming pools together for years. So we have any better than that? Yes. So now I need to know. I'm going to ask the big question because it's hurting me deeply. Why do I not know of this pizza? Uh, because you haven't been down here for one of my parties. I. Uh, have a wood oven uh, pizza in my backyard, and um, I love making pizzas. Um, COVID kind of threw a wrench into some of the parties for for a while, but um, man, that's that's uh, I love making pizza, and and uh, it's such a simple and difficult thing at the same time. You know, it's just flour and water, and it's like how do you kind of mess that up? But it's easy to do. I I feel like I'm well. I'm not as much of a connoisseur of it as you are, but I think I I've had pizza around this world. And next time you throw that one of those parties, huge, please text me. I will do that. I know we've uh, <laughs> run together at uh, Paul Brown's party, one of his down there, and I know you come down this way, so yeah, uh, I will do that. Yeah, um, I've come down for less than pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a lot of fun for me and a big stress relief, and I'm still trying to figure it out. I, you know, I do it all from scratch, the dough and everything, and um, um, I'm still trying to figure out how to get it right. But uh, you know, one of these days. Well, I'm excited. I'm almost as excited. You can hear I'm almost as excited about the pizza as I am about your brand new album. But um, uh, thank you. <laughs> you understand. Um, Comfort Zone is just that, man. Congratulations. This is I love it. Ten gorgeous new tracks, um, and it really does feel very comforting. Yeah, it was kind of the name Comfort Zone goes back to my Live and Large album because um, as my life was falling apart. Uh, it became a, a joke that, yeah, we're living large, you know, and this is like um, uh, the same thing with comfort zone. This music is really out of my comfort zone. Um, the foundation to these tracks are very different from what I'm used to doing. And um, it still sounds like me on top, but the foundation to the tracks are very different. And uh, it was very difficult for me to kind of, um, you know, to blend the two together. And uh, But in the end, I'm, I'm super proud of it, and, and uh, it's different. I'll, I'll just say it's different. Um, most people might not recognize it right from the start, but the foundation is very different, and 
typical huge groove on top. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what invites us to go, you know, to dive into it. For for me, I I hear it as I mean maybe I mean I don't have the as educated ears as a musician, but I hear a little bit more jazz. Um, but I still hear uh, I, I hear you. It's very genuine to me, and it's very artful. Yeah, it's very much me on top with the. Um you know the chord progressions and the foundation is more yeah more jazz contemporary uh gospel um a lot more of that influence into it uh you know you talked about feel good i mean it's i've had the same rhythm section for about the last 8 albums and um these guys just brought so much to it and um you know you hear about guys in the digital world and fixing and correcting and all that stuff there was none of that i mean these guys just did their thing and and the pocket felt so good it feels so good mm-hmm. and um you know then it was up from you know my time to put my stuff on i'm like oh my gosh i gotta rise to this occasion so that's kind of where comfort zone came from because um you know these guys pushed me to a new level and I was kind of uncomfortable playing it at first, but um, then it felt good in the end. I, I love that. And you know what they say, outside the comfort zone is where the magic happens. That's You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's definitely a play on words, comfort zone, because I was anything but, you know, comfortable going through it. And, and uh, you know, I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. And, and um, I read lots of of technical stuff about recording and production and songwriting and all that stuff. And, um, you know, they, they say, if you want to do something different, write a song in a key you're not comfortable with. And that's a lot of the stuff on this. It's like they're, they're in keys that I'm not comfortable with. And so I'm playing not the typical thing that I would normally play over it. And, um, it was challenging for sure. Well, I, I'm I'm really proud of you for for doing that, and also I love how in the end, and which what we're about to hear in a bit here, in the end, it it really is very comforting. I mean, I was I've had the pleasure of of having the tracks uh, for a week or so now, and I've been sort of um, you know spending time with them and listening again and again and again. And um, what I do really love about this project is every time I listen. I hear a little different nuance. I hear a little bit of, uh, you know, I hear little things, different things, and yeah. which to me shows me that you've got a lot of meat on the bone here. That's that's the live performance and the live musicians. I mean, um, these are all guys just playing live and doing their thing, and, and you can't get that with program music. I mean, uh, when guys play live, every corner there's a twist and turn that's different from the time before or, you know, just, as you said, a little bit of magic. Mm. It just kind of jumps out. Definitely. So how many hours a day are are you finding yourself in the studio these days? You're working a lot? <laughs> yeah, all day from uh, sunup to sundown, pretty much. Um, wow. Uh, you know, especially doing this album. I mean, I kind of chilled out a little bit after that. But, um, uh, yeah, I've got my share of production stuff and... Um, it's fun, you know. My my big passion these days in the production world is mastering, mm-hmm. which is the uh, l- last step in a um, uh, in an audio recording, and which is kind of terrifying because if you mess up, you've really messed up for somebody. So um, once I got past that nervousness, um, it's it's a lot of fun for me. I just finished a um, uh, Rick Baron uh, Christmas album that'll be out this Christmas. Um, he did a uh, uh, an album of all brass not just him but you know mm. tuba and french horns and trombone and all that stuff and um 
uh, it's amazing. It, it was it was a blast. I mean, uh, you know, to kind of hear it in in July was interesting, but um, it, it's a really great recording. And and um, uh, so that was the last thing I just finished, and um, just a couple days ago, and on to the next thing. I was speaking to Jasmine Gent the other day, and she's ready to start again, and. Um, it's, uh, it's been good. It's been a big passion for me. And especially since I've been off the road for almost a year now. Yeah. So you're just staying super busy with this stuff. Yeah. And the production format, I mean, my, um, I don't get too, too crazy, but my health at the moment is not up to the point of where I feel like I could do a show the way that I want to do it. And, um, you know, I'm trying to rectify that stuff and hopefully this fall I'll be back out and, um, doing my thing again on the road because I definitely miss I see all the guys and you know on Facebook and all that stuff and the festivals that are going on and I'm like oh man I really want to be there you know yeah so um that that, that's been a drag I can appreciate that I really I really can and um hopefully this fall like you say you'll be back out fans will be delighted to see you um but health comes first you yes, know, so we have always. we need you around a long time, and I think you you made some good choices to uh, take care of yourself, and then and then get back out there. You know, you still have a lot to give. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it all out, and um, you know, I'll get back out there as soon as I possibly can. Yes, <laughs> because I'm chomping at the bit too. Yes, and, and and you'll have some new songs to play from this brand new album, Comfort Zone, which we mentioned is um, the thirteenth recording for huge groove and um now huge groove is a stage name but we we know and love you as steven eugene grove yeah it's kind of a corruption of that it's steven huge in <laughs> groove of and um it's, it's it's kind of a mash of all that stuff and um my mother-in-law they, she's from the South, from Kentucky, and uh, they nickname everything in the house, and uh, nothing can have its 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 name. Its name, if it's Billy, it's Billy Joe Jim Bob. You know, what <laughs> I mean, it's got to be something in there, and and so I became. Um, uh, she shortened Eugene to Huge, and um, Groove was just a mispronunciation of when I was traveling a lot in Europe. Uh, um, G R O V E is pronounced Groove, and italian or spanish or french or whatever that's how they would pronounce it so that's where huge groove came out of and um uh i used that moniker when i first started out back in oh god 1998 99 on um, the now defunct mp3.com mm-hmm. and uh, i just kind of did it as a joke and um then my music started to do really well <laughs> and i was stuck with it and I'm like, what the hell? I'm going to just hide behind this alter ego and um, and make the most of it. And uh, it's a lot of fun to be two different <laughs> people. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. It must have its pros as probably more than cons. Oh, it it, it does. You know, you can blame the other person, and um, it's just when they're both in the same room at the same time is when it becomes complicated. But you know, <laughs> have you ever seen that? You ever seen him in the room? Oh, I live that all the. I, I live that all the time. You know, I have to slap myself. You are not huge groove. You are Stephen Grove today. Huge groove wants champagne. Like, huge groove you know, wants a mimosa. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're not Stephen Grove today. You are huge mother effing groove. Yeah. So that's their. Yeah. You know when I first when I first met Huge Groove, he had the coolest shoes I'd ever seen. Really. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. We met in San Diego at one of those awards things. Uh-huh. 
and your first album had come out, and uh, I was like, God, those guys, that guy's shoes are unbelievable. <laughs> and I can't, I can't remember what you were wearing, but they were like kind of a dress shoe, but kind of a boot. And it was, oh. I, I'm sure my wife picked but, them out because I, I just, I have no style for that stuff. I mean, uh, I wake up every day and put on the same gray t-shirt and blue jeans and sneakers and, <laughs> you know, that's my uniform. Huge, but Huge Groove has a good, some good taste. He's got some good taste. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen <laughs> yeah. Grove, not so much, but <laughs> Huge Groove can turn it out. Let's get let's get huge let's get huge over here right now and uh, and cool. have him uh, kick off the new album with the first track and uh, remind folks that this is coming out on Friday August twenty fifth but you're hearing it right now exclusively on smoothjazz.com exclusively on smoothjazz.com thank you for joining Sandy and I as a sex photos huge groove and uh, I'm so glad you're joining us for the uh, premiere. No one else has heard it but you guys of my 13th album, Comfort Zone. And uh, we're just going to get into it. This is track number one. It's called Measure for Measure right here at smoothjazz.com. I hope you enjoyed those. That was the second cut off my album, Walking, because it just feels like you're walking down the street with an attitude, and uh, that's what we all want to do. But uh, moving on with the album, we're going to track number three right now. Sweet little song and a special little treat in the middle of it, uh, an instrument that you don't get to hear very often. I'm not going to spoil it. You're going to have to check it out. This is called Let's Hold Hands on smoothjazz.com global. Feel that one. <laughs> this is Saxophonist Huge Groove, along with Sandy Shore. 
And uh, we are premiering my 13th album. I'm so excited uh, that it's coming out very soon. It's been a long time in the making. And uh, that was one of my up and close and personal songs and um, one of the romantic songs on the album and uh, appropriately titled Up Close. But we're going to move forward on the album Comfort Zone and do the title cut right now. So the song is called Comfort Zone. That's right. This is Comfort Zone for my new album, Comfort Zone. Sax photos, Eugene Groove with Sandy Shore here at smoothjazz.com global. Phonus Eugene Groove on smoothjazz.com global. Along with Sandy Shore, we're premiering my uh, 13th album, Comfort Zone. And you just heard the cut Crossroads. I hope you guys check this album out from start to finish because I intentionally arrange the songs in the order that they're in. It's more familiar at the top and uh, we get deeper and meatier as the uh, song comes in. Uh, uh, the album progresses and that was track number six crossroads definitely some different chord progressions different vibes and these things and um just trying to open up myself i figure out after 13 albums it's time to do something a little bit different what do you think sandy i totally agree with you in fact i have it noted here to talk to you about your tracking order because i one of the um i enjoyed going for a walk the other day listening to the whole album and it builds and it and it, it falls it rises and it falls and it's Stunning. And I would expect that of you because you are also a radio personality and you understand the art of of radio. And that's basically what this (laughs) is doing. It's perfect. Huge. Love it. Yeah, it's very important to me that, you know, I know people who are in the society of, uh, especially with the younger generations, I mean, my kids in their 30s, you know, they're song to song and singles. And uh, I think more of my generation, um, our generation, are more into whole albums. And I think you can get away with, um, you know, trying to paint a picture across 10 songs and, and take this journey somewhere, you know? And, um, so you play song one, um, and, uh, it's measure for measure and it's, you know, very familiar. There's a couple little changes in there, but it's very familiar. And as the album progresses, it kind of gets a little deeper, in my opinion, anyway. At least it was for me to play. Yeah. And uh, you know, once I once I got up to Crossroads, I'm like, here comes the difficult part of the album for me. I mean, this is really the part that's out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm just trying to still, you know, tell a story the whole way through. And you know, not to give it away, but the end of the album is just uh, 
pure out party funk. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We won't give it away, but we got something uh, kind of fun for, for you at the end. This album you're listening to is called Comfort Zone. Uh, Huge Groove is here with me. Uh, on smoothjazz.com global radio. We're excited about debuting this project a week before it's released. It'll officially hit worldwide all of the platforms that you're used to finding your music on, um, physical copies as well as streaming on Friday, August 25th. So um, mark your calendar for that. Save the date, as they say. And I think you brought up a really important topic. I'm, I'm certainly not opposed to singles. I love them. I'm, I can totally jump into that. I used to buy 45, so I'm quite familiar with it. But I feel like what you just said is important for people, music enthusiasts to hear. When an artist makes an album, it's a collection. It's a collection of songs. And when you're talking about an artist like Huge Groove, you're looking at somebody that literally created a set of music for you that um, like the rise, the fall and things in between. It's all intentional. So when you get this new record, definitely listen from the very beginning to the very end and experience it all. Because um, I feel like if you go to that trouble huge of making an album, it's wonderful to hear it that way, you know? Uh, That's my biggest wish is that people can um, listen from start to finish and and try to figure out the story I'm telling. It's like, you know, I know a lot of guys and I don't want to put them down, but a lot of guys, you know, just release singles these days. They don't do albums. They don't tell that complete story. And to me, it's like, you know, releasing one chapter of a book and I'll hit you a year later with chapter two. And it's like, don't keep me hanging like that. I mean, even... um, you know when you when you watch uh, uh you know television now people binge watch you can see the whole season 12 episodes at you know at one time instead of having to wait and it's about the story it's about the um, the story that you're trying to present and and uh bring from one spot to the next and have people follow the journey Absolutely. And that's that's what we're doing here. We do stop down to talk a little bit about the album because it's also very interesting for fans, music enthusiasts to hear what you as an artist go through and what your thoughts are and and how you create and and understanding the backside of it, you know, because like you, some of us are kind of nerdy and we're into knowing the, you know, the wonkier stuff. <laughs> so that's what that's that's why we do this, but we are going to continue on now to another really really cool tune and you I'll let, I'll let you take it away yeah this one is really fun for me I hope people get it it's extremely difficult uh, different from what I've been doing in the past but it has this really cool Argentinian vibe I love Argentina and um, there's a uh, area down there of these small buildings and and um, that in World War II a lot of the refugees came there and settled in this area and it's called Camanito and uh, I had been there and I'd seen these colorful painted buildings and, um, you know, it's it's kind of like if you go to New Orleans and, and, and you know, you see the uh, the French Quarter. Well, this is kind of their version of that in these beautiful, bright colored buildings. And um, uh, it's like nowhere else on earth. And that's why I called this song. So um, this is track number seven. If you're keeping track, this is called Caminito right here with Sandy Shore. I'm Huge Groove on smoothjazz.com global. Camino 
saxophonist Eugene Groove. You're hanging here with Sandy Shore and myself, premiering. Yes, you're the first ones to hear it. My 13th solo album, Comfort Zone. And this song was a burner for me, the one you just heard. The most difficult uh, song for me to play on the album. It actually took me about uh, two weeks to figure out how to play this song until I said, you know what? I'm just going to go Junior Walker all up on its ass. And once I turned on Junior, which I'm a huge fan of Junior Walker, um, it all fell together really quickly. And so I called that song Junior, track number eight. That was Junior you just heard of. But we're going to move on to um, one of the more tender songs on the album. I have to have a song that has that, uh, uh, if you're a geek like me, the 3-4 or 6-8, 12-8 feel to it. And uh, this next song has two bridges to it, if you know what the bridge is to a song. Uh, it has two of them, and uh, which is very unusual for me, <laughs> unusual for most songs. So what did I call the song? Two Bridges. That's right. This is Two Bridges for my forthcoming album, Comfort Zone, right here at smoothjazz.com global. Mr. Groove, won't you please come back? That's please, Mr. Groove. The last cut on my album, Comfort Zone. And uh, this started out as a novelty. That's a cover of a song, actually a big dance hit from the 80s. And uh, just the please, Mr. Groove part. Uh, and uh, we kind of twisted it up and turned it around and put some extra chords in there and uh, turned it this really fun, cool, smooth jazz thing. And um, I needed vocoder on it. And uh, I thought, who plays vocoder? Richard Elliott plays vocoder. So I called up Richard, and he was a bit hesitant. He said he had never recorded his vocoder, though he plays it amazing live. And uh, he put it down and just killed it. And then there was a part that kind of needed a Maceo Parker vibe to it at the end. And I thought, who does that best? Nobody better than Candy Dolfer. And um, they were both so gracious to, uh, you know, to perform on that track. And uh, so that was Please Mr. Groove featuring Richard Elliott on vocoder and Candy Dolfer on alto saxophone. And that wraps up the album. That's all 10 tracks. That was such a fun ending. What a great payoff. Yeah. I mean, um, it was so much fun for me when they were done. I didn't even want to put my sacks on it. It was um, it was just incredible. I mean, uh, you know, Candy sent me her thing. I mean, she was in uh, Holland and, and thank God for the Internet and sent uh, her part over to me. And I'm just like, I'm so intimidated. I don't want to play on it anymore. <laughs> 
I mean, it was just so funky and uh, in that Maceo Parker kind of pocket. And um, not that she's not her own artist in her own right. I'm, I'm not saying that, but nobody does Maceo like her. And yeah. kind of like I think of myself, nobody does Junior Walker like me. I mean, he's one of my uh, idols and heroes. And um, Oh, absolutely. You know, we yeah. all have our inspirations. Yeah, you you guys threw down. She threw down. She gives new meaning to playing like a girl, doesn't she? <laughs> she's a girl? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a whole new standard. You don't oh, want to play like on. a girl when you hear this. Come on, <laughs> I love I love this uh, ending. I love the whole album and and just so artful. Well done, you know. Thank from you. beginning to end. And I always appreciate the details that you pay attention to sonically with with everything. You, you're, you're, you are an inspiration. Yeah. The stuff that no one else will hear. I know. Um, I mean, this is, this is the first time, uh, I've mastered my own album. So I started literally with a blank computer screen and ended up with a finished CD, um, all right here myself in my place. And, and, um, uh, that was the first I've ever done that. And, you know, it's, there's a lot of pressure that comes with it, but then there's also a lot of creative control that comes with it. And um, because anytime you bring somebody else in the mix, there's always compromises. And, uh, you know, this time for better or worse, you know, it uh, it all fell in my lap. And uh, I have to give a big shout out to, to uh, um, Cornelius Mims. Um, who plays bass on this album, and Tracy Carter, who plays all the keyboards and arrangements on this album. We've been uh, uh, Jubu Smith on guitar and uh, Trevor Lawrence Jr. on drums. And uh, we started together on my uh, Born to Groove album back in 2006, 2007, and they've been my core rhythm section. And... um, this time, you know, I just really wanted something different, and I brought uh, Tracy and Corny out to my place, and he, we had actual writing sessions here in my studio, and uh, three of us sat down and, and um, you know, and figured out what to do for this album, and that's that's why it's kind of different for me, because I'm so used to 100% writing my albums, and, um, you know, I sat down to write this one, and, and uh, it all just sounded the same. And uh, so I knew it was time to, you know, try something different. And um, I don't know why it took me so long to think of it, but it just hit me in the head one morning waking up going, why don't we all like get together like we used to in the old days and sit down and collaborate? Yes. And that's exactly what we did and, um, you know, came up with what I feel is something different. Oh, ab- absolutely. And you couldn't have picked two of the more, you know, bright, shining stars of music. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no slouches. I mean, I, I'll say this too: corny, corny on bass. Um, these were just writing sessions, mind you. I mean, just sketches, you know, pencil sketches of everything. And the bass parts that he laid were the final bass parts on the songs. Wow! He never messed up. I thought for sure we'd go back and fix something. Not one thing. Wow. The guy just laid it the way it was. So, you know, we built the foundation of this album <laughs> totally organically and um, went from there. Uh, Tracy with his uh, his arrangements and, and keyboard parts and, you know, string parts. Uh, uh, Philippe Sace came in for one song to play, uh, to do his string magic on. And, um, uh, you know, you can't go wrong when you surround yourself with people like that. No, no. I, I And I hope there was some pizza to be had. Uh, no, we were actually working the whole time, so no pizza <laughs> okay. to be had. But I, I did, you know, get a bunch of fresh vegetables and fruit and stuff like that from the grocery. So we snacked responsibly. Excellent. I like to hear that. Very good. 
Very good. Well, it, the album shows that. It shows the, the snacking responsibly part. It's very nutritious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, huge. I'm, I'm always delighted to connect with you. Whenever I see you've got something new out, I know that we're going to spend some time together. And uh, thanks again for making smoothjazz.com, you know, a part of this whole release. We appreciate it very much. I know you have a great relationship with the uh, family, my family over Shawnee uh, Entertainment, Shawnee Records. And, um, you know, I'm glad you guys have. Have, uh, kept that relationship up and it's always my pleasure to be with you guys and um you know share this music a little ahead of time with the with the world so yes we love it and uh and i know our audience does too and thanks and for me personally it's always uplifting to spend some time with you wishing you nothing but the best from here improved everything coming your way for for your health and we we'll look forward to seeing you back out there very soon thank you so much sandy You got it. And for SmoothJazz.com Global Radio, I am Sandy Shore. Thanks so much for listening.